0: What does it mean to lead in your own life? Are you actively envisioning and then creating the life you want? Or are you simply leading in all other facets of your life your family, your career, your kids' school, your church, your social club and not leaving any energy at the end of the day for defining and then creating what you want? Are you okay with the ramifications of putting you last? How much time will go by before you start leveraging your leadership skills and apply to one of the most important questions or challenges in life? What do you want? Join me today as I talk about my personal career revelation and the three keys I believe to really lead in your own life and create your best next chapter. Welcome to Life Reimagined with Wendy. I believe we were fortunate to grow up in a unique time in our culture that is helping shape our lives over the age of 45. We are redefining what our lives are like today and pushing the boundaries of what a 45-year-old, a 50-year-old, a 65-year-old, or years young and true adventurer really looks like. Many of us are newly blazing trails and carving out our own purpose-driven path forward. Yep, there have been many unexpected road twists that helped you get here today, but many times these turn out to be blessings. They help you more clearly define what you want. So join me for insights and interviews that show you can face these unexpected challenges and you can come out on the other side stronger and happier. You can make your best days ahead and you can reimagine your next. Why are we so good at leading everywhere else in our lives, except sometimes maybe our own. The past few months have given many people a chance to really re-examine their life and consider if they're on the path they want to be or if there needs to be some adjustments made. So now is a great time for you to ask yourself, are you leading in your own life? For many of us over 45 or over 50, we've invested much in many others along the way and established ourselves as leaders in our personal relationships and in our professional pursuits. But if you're anything like me, I'd been literally climbing the corporate ladder for years, always looking for the next one to two levels to aspire to, and really what my next professional challenge would look like. I loved it. And I loved my work. I was surrounded by the smartest, hardest working colleagues and volunteers, and I really, truly enjoyed working to improve prevention and patient care for people with cardiovascular disease and stroke. I experienced my share of success, and for the longest time, I kept plugging along, doing what I could to continue helping the organization and helping clinicians, providers, and the patients we served. I really thought I'd finished my career in that field. I was flying quite a bit, traveling to New York in the Northeast, Chicago, Atlanta, West Coast, etc., and it was starting to become a bit more of a grind to be away from home so often and working in a taxi, in a coffee shop, on my way to catch the airplane that wouldn't land until 8 p.m. I had been accepting it as part of what I had always wanted and the type of work I wanted to do. The type of impact I wanted to make, you know, this was just part of the deal. But little by little, the back and forth to the airport all the time and the constantly packed overnight work bag was getting to me. I typically worked on the plane as it was time with limited distractions. Like you could leave internet access off and you had no emails, new emails coming in. So I felt like I was able to catch up just a bit. Sometimes on the evening flight, I'd listen in to a movie while working but I distinctly remember the movie on a flight home one night coming back from New York. I was tired, but as I watched Meryl Streep in her killer role as the ultimate bitch boss Amanda in The Devil Wears Prada, some questions started popping in my head. I felt as though I was happy with what I achieved in my career, and I was happy at home I'm happy to spend time doing the things I like to do, but suddenly the appeal of moving up to that next career step started to be a little less enticing. Now, this was 2008, years, light years ago, but at the ripe age of 40, it started me thinking, was this it? I started noticing executives and leadership folks working almost literally around the clock and that the primary focus of their life was their work. Now I have nothing against that ambition and interest, and I applaud folks dedicated to driving excellence professionally and personally, and that was me for a long time. But now for the first time, I started questioning my own professional ambition, and if there might be more to my life than how I was currently living. I was, like many, not really paying attention to or feeding into that nagging feeling, and was able to kind of It aside and happily continue going about my days for a while. Personally, though, I experienced other changes, including divorce, and then a very close friend diagnosed with an aggressive cancer, and my head started questioning more and more. I then took on a role that was a real stretch and a challenge for me professionally. And while I was doing okay in some facets of the position, It was definitely not the level of success I had been previously used to, and my enthusiasm was definitely falling off. That and four supervisor changes in two years was enough to really then kick everything into high gear. So then what next? Well, if you decide it might be time to make a change, what does it take to put your years of leadership and corporate experience to bear to focus on the really big question, what do you want in your life? Well, first, you have to prioritize yourself. It's a mindset, and when you're going to have to move to the top of the list. Whether it's a specific amount of time you dedicate towards your physical, mental, and emotional health each day or week, you have to first make this a priority, or it's going to keep falling off your long to-do list. Especially as women, we have a wonderful nurturing tendency to ensure everybody else is taken care of first. Our kids, our spouse, our parents, our siblings. We take care of the job, the groceries, the cooking, the laundry. You know the drill. Every once in a while, you think about what you want, but it really gets lost in between each of the daily fires. But you have to make yourself and what you really want a priority. One option is to schedule it in your calendar. Best done like a 10-minute meditation, or quiet and uninterrupted time alone daily, or for a longer period of time weekly, to reflect and seek clarity, which will take me in a moment into my second recommendation. But if you schedule it daily or regularly, there will be fires that come up that need attention and detract you from that time, and it comes off your calendar. But at the end of the month, or even after a couple of months, now you will have spent significant time dedicated to advancing your priority Or priorities. Second, you have to identify what it is you really want. You have to seek clarity in what will make you happy. Nothing really unlikely, like winning the lotto, right? But instead, what is in your power to influence and really create? Again, and especially after working for a number of years, and before we get too old to enjoy it all, what it is you really wanna do or get done? When you look ahead, to then thinking back on your life, is it that you want to proudly remember meeting committee deadlines or that you took a road trip to a winery in Northern California or you went to visit a state park or a national park? If you can't afford to retire right now, and many people can at age 52, how can you modify your life to more closely match what it is you want it to look like? Now, on the financial side, I talk about the new FIRE movement in a previous podcast episode to become more financially independent and reimagine everything. So you can ensure you can also fund this lifestyle and possibly a career change. So check it out if you think you need a bit more help or inspiration there. But getting back to today and what you really want, you now have to also get back to thinking like a boss. You must set the vision. Create the goal or identify at least one facet of your life, you will improve. It may be too daunting to think of the perfect life scenario. So maybe start with one vision or a couple of visions of what you want your life to look like and feel like. Again, go back to specifically identifying what's going to make you happy and then create your first goal to tackle. Third and finally, to lead in your life, you actually have to do it. Not just think about it, not just plan it. You have to apply the same principles you do in all other ways you solve problems currently in your life. Like a boss or a colleague solving problems at the office. Like how you sell more widgets or how you help get more recommendations in the hands of physicians. Like a parent in that you're solving right now probably the COVID-induced changes of having your children learning remotely. That may also change today or tomorrow or repeatedly for the foreseeable future. Or how you solve problems with your book club. Like when the coffee shop closed for several months due to COVID, you all had to switch over to weekly Zoom calls instead. But in every one of these examples, you've identified a problem, you evaluated your options, and then you selected what you think was the best solution and went with it. You actually did it and implemented it. So what works for you in these scenarios? Regular committee meetings? Okay, so instead schedule an hour a week in your schedule to close everything else off and focus on creating and implementing your plan. What else works for you? Like daily reminders, you can put reminders on sticky notes on your bathroom mirror or refrigerator so it's front and center throughout your day. And one of my favorites is actually adopted from my time swimming in college, visualization to see yourself in your mind, in that role, in that position, achieving what you're setting out to do. Elite athletes do this all the time, and there's an entire field of sports psychology dedicated to how the mind directly impacts and improves your athletic performance. One of my favorite authors, Eckhart Tolle, and others like Tony Robbins, constantly reinforce the importance of meditation and visualization and the power of positive thinking. And every minute you dedicate to this pursuit is bringing you one minute closer to that which you seek. What you do every day becomes a habit. And as Stephen Covey and possibly others before him have stated, you become what you repeatedly do. So now's a good time to reflect on how you spent your time in the last week. Where you spent the majority of your time will reflect the path you're actively laying down for your next chapter. So does it look like somebody hustling from one meeting to the next for the organization and then driving kids around and then not jibing with the image that you chose for your ideal visualization? Think about it. Now is the time to do something about it. Take the steps that start creating the path you want. As I changed my career course and published my first book last year, I'm blessed to have the opportunity to continue leading in my own life and creating my next best chapter personally and professionally. I'm blessed, but also really, really, really excited to have had the opportunity to contribute to a new book for women executives and business owners titled In Her Shoes, Women Who Lead. This book is a collection of stories and recommendations from 12 different women business leaders, and I hope it helps you in your current profession and possibly challenges you to grow in your leadership skills and learn how to expand your influence, maybe even broadening your impact to your personal life. I encourage you to email me or check out my website for details on how to order. And I've also posted in this week's Facebook Destination You Challenge to select one facet of your life that you commit to leading a bit more proactively. So I hope you'll join us there and comment and share with others what you're seeking to improve. So I hope you remember to first prioritize yourself to identify what you really want. Create a critical key step or goal, and then actually do it. Lead through the implementation like you do in all other facets of your life and how you've successfully and repeatedly successfully defined, tackled, and completed it all in the past. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you remember it's never too late to lead in your own life. Keep sharing your journey within our Destination You community, and keep focused on you, your priorities, and the key steps you're taking today to make today and tomorrow your best next.